Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about leverage and the impact of rising interest rates on apartment owners. But first, if you've been listening to this show for a while, then you'll know that I've been involved in a wide range of projects, ranging from residential subdivisions to assisted living to new apartment construction, new condominium development, just to name a few. Over the next several months, we'll be raising capital for some of these projects. If you or someone you know might be interested in learning more about these projects, then send an email to info at victorjm.com. That's info at victorjm.com, and I'll add you to the distribution list. There will be an upcoming webinar for one of these projects coming up on June the 29th at 8 p.m. Central, which is 6 o'clock Pacific Time, 7 Mountain, and 9 Eastern. We'll be talking about a new development project in that Zoom meeting. You'll have lots of opportunity to meet with me and the sponsors of the project and to ask questions. This invitation is not a solicitation for investment. Any future investment opportunity that arises would be by prospectus only and is restricted to accredited investors in the U.S. only. The definition of accredited investor can be found on the Securities and Exchange Commission website. Again, if you'd like to learn more, send an email to info at victorjm.com. On today's show, we're talking about leverage and the impact of rising interest rates on apartment owners. Leverage in any transaction can be your friend or it can bankrupt you if you're over leveraged. Many investors have been betting on inflation continuing to rise uniformly across the economy. When prices rise, then eventually wages will rise too in order to keep pace with inflation. Operating expenses will increase, but on average, rent growth will outpace the rise in operating expenses. But that doesn't mean it's going to be uniform. What about interest rates? What if interest rates rise so fast that the result is negative cash flow? Investors have bid up the prices of apartments over the last couple of years to levels that frankly make no sense to me. We've all read the reports of cap rates approaching 3.5% in many cities across the U.S., including Austin, Denver, Nashville, just to name a few. When interest rates are pushing 45 to 5%, then the bank is earning higher yield than you are as an investor. That's very reminiscent of the 2007-2008 timeframe. It's as if investors had failed to learn the lesson from the 2008 financial crisis. And if you, the investor, bought the property with a floating interest rate loan, then you're in a high-risk position. Interest rates can rise faster than the landlord can increase income by raising rents. It won't be long before the properties are upside down. Now, fortunately, most lenders will allow the borrower to switch into a fixed-rate loan, which in today's environment will be almost a full percentage point more expensive than the variable rate equivalent. Now, it's difficult to make the decision to jump to a higher rate when staying with the variable rate still looks more attractive on paper. But if rates rise more than 1% of where they are today, and they stay elevated for any period of time in the next 5 to 10 years, depending on the term of your loan, you're going to wish you had gone with a fixed rate loan. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you will have heard me say repeatedly over the last couple of years that the time to refinance is now. Clearly, the best time to refinance would have been a year ago, and the second best time would be today. The certainty of affording your financing is clearly more important than saving a few dollars of interest. Over time, depending on your location, rents will increase to eventually keep pace with inflation. But the wage increases of your tenants might lag expense increases. The median asking rent for any apartment rental across the United States has risen to $1,827 in April, according to Realtor.com. It's the highest rent on record and nearly a 17% gain from the prior year. It's fair to say that wages have not correspondingly increased by 17% in the past year. So rent growth is likely 
to lag inflation over the next couple of years. Now, you might be upside down for a while. Some of your tenants may experience job loss, and you might face a period of economic vacancy as they look for new employment. If we have an economic downturn and everything seems to point to stagflation, we can also expect job losses to multiply. The conventional wisdom is that everyone needs a place to live, but when young adults lose their job, they often move back home with parents and occupy their childhood bedroom. We saw this in the wake of the 2008 financial crisis. Household formation took a hit, and we saw a large number of households amalgamate for economic reasons. That's going to put downward pressure on demand for units and eventually put pressure on landlords looking to fill empty units. Most properties purchased in the last couple of years probably have a reasonable financial runway until those loans come up for renewal. But if you purchased three years ago and you only have two years remaining on your loan before it comes due for renewal, you might want to be taking a hard look at locking in at today's interest rate for a longer term than just two years. It might take more than two years for inflation to get under control, and we might be facing a period of elevated interest rates for longer than just two years. I predict we're going to look back on the irrational exuberance of the pandemic years with the wisdom of hindsight and a more conservative underwriting. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. I'll talk to you again tomorrow.